Baltimore Sports and Life is dedicated to analysis and discussion on the Baltimore Orioles, Baltimore Ravens, and the University of Maryland. The site has a team of writers providing coverage of those teams and houses live streaming content weekly. Join the conversations on the message board, like BSL on Facebook, and follow BSL on Twitter. Welcome in sports tonight. It's December 9th. It's been a few weeks. Glad to be back. My colleague, BSL NFL analyst, Sid Seraf. Sid, how are we doing tonight? Great, great. Good to be here. All right. We'll just jump right into it. Week 14 is upon us. Uh, Kansas City's won five in a row. New England's won seven in a row. In a row. Who is the current favorite in the AFC? Got to say the Patriots. And, I mean, yes, they do have a rookie quarterback. Uh, but what I'm really impressed by is uh, defensively. Now, granted, the Chiefs have played really well defensively lately, uh, especially in their last game. They really came up with some really big stops. But when I see what the Patriots are are ranked, they're third against the pass in the league. And I believe they are, yes, tops, tops in the league in points per game. Now, they're not as good against the rush, but that's the one thing that the Chiefs don't really do that well. And uh, I'm not exactly sure what Patrick Mahomes has been up to lately, but they've really won their last – this winning streak has really been based on their defense. And uh, Mahomes has had a few games with no touchdown passes. And if we've learned one thing about Bill Belichick is that he's going to take away what you do well. And uh, in that, if you see him – if they see each other in the playoffs, I can't imagine that he's not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm confident in uh, beating, beating themselves, themselves in, the in the playoffs, their, their point, point differential for the year, their plus 150. Uh, like you said, Kansas City, their uh, defense coming on certainly bodes well for them. And, you know, Mahomes can come alive at any point. Good on you earlier. You're not uh, burying uh, Kansas City when many of the national pundits uh, were. And they, you know, they're right here and they, they're only going to have a chance to get back to the Super Bowl once again. But, uh, Got to give it up to the Patriots and Belichick for uh, restructuring the roster and, you know, going forward with the rookie quarterback, uh, big free agent spending, and they've compiled a roster that's um, certainly as good as any other team in the AFC at this point. And, and yeah, I agree with you that they're, they're, they're the favorite right now. Uh, MVP watch. Uh, is anyone going to be able to catch uh, Brady? Who, who do you have? I think I think he's a lock. I mean, every other like real top contender has had some serious issues. I mean, yeah, Brady has had has three losses this year. I should stop doing that. I don't really like it when people say they equate a quarterback like a team's record with, and they put that on the quarterback. That sometimes makes me upset because it is a team game. But if you look at every like a lot of these, uh, it's mainly all quarterbacks are kind of in those top contending, uh, the top contenders for this award. Josh Allen. Maybe you say six weeks ago, right, maybe he'd have a great chance, but they've slid. They've had some tough losses. Aaron Rodgers, we all know what happened with him with the whole COVID thing. I can't imagine that he's going to get a, a lot enough for first place folks to win. Kyler Murray has missed a few games. Matthew Stafford has completely fallen apart, and uh, Dak Prescott—excuse excuse, me—Dak Prescott is interesting and he's there, but I, I just don't know if he's going to be able to top Tom Brady. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, part of the award is always, I mean, it's always stats, but then it's also narrative, and I think it's definitely going to be Brady. Uh, I just, you know, 
looking at the narrative, I think, I think it's him. Yeah. Uh, we'll stay in the NFC for a second. They're Arizona 10-2 and two overall. They host the Rams this week. Take us back to week four when the Cards uh, had their victory in L.A., and what do you see as the keys this week? Well, it was interesting. I uh, At the time, I remember not thinking that much about it, but the, Car- uh, the Cardinals, the Rams had two first-half turnovers against the Cardinals in that first uh, – matchup and the Cardinals turned both of those uh, uh, turnovers into touchdowns and at the time I'm like oh well you know what are you gonna do sometimes you know you make some mistakes and uh, things don't go your way but you bounce back the next week well little did I know what was coming and the Rams are they have a huge problem holding on to the football and this is something that is gonna kill even the most talented teams now granted they've had some injuries the offensive line is underperformed, but if they're going to go out there and beat themselves, they have no chance. And especially against a team like the Cardinals this year that has played very solid football, uh, uh, solid enough defensively. And, you know, Kyler Murray's now back. DeAndre Hopkins is now back. Uh, they're going to be a tough out. Now, granted, the Rams have had a lot of success in recent years at Arizona, but I don't, this is not the same Cardinals team. Uh, again, the Rams just have to hold on to the football, and that's something they have not been able to do, and they keep putting themselves in holes. And if they do that again, they're going to get beat again, and it's going to be on national television again because it's a Monday night game. So uh, they really they really have to focus on that. So week 14 did kick off tonight with Pittsburgh at Minnesota. Neither team really should be in the postseason uh, you know, contention at this point, but both teams still have a chance. Uh Kind of interested beyond this year, which team do you feel is better positioned uh, for a leap in performance next year? Well, it's kind of funny because when I first thought about this question, I was going, well, I would say Pittsburgh is now granted Big Ben has also said that this is most, according to the rumors, has said that this is most likely going to be his last year in Pittsburgh, which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh I would take it to mean that he was going to retire, but that when they when I saw that a specific phrase, I, I kind of gave me a little bit of pause. I'm like, well, who's going to sign him next year? But that's a different question. Uh, <laughs> I would think Pittsburgh would be, at first blush, uh, better set up defensively, and I was also kind of, well, you know, it's the Vikings have Kirk Cousins. I didn't realize until the beginning of this game that Kirk Cousins has 25 touchdown passes to only three picks. Did you know that? I didn't know I didn't he had know that. He had that I, I always, I always feel cousins, cousins like, is like a little, a little unfair line. That ratio speaks for itself, itself but overall, he's generally a productive league average-ish oh. quarterback. And well, no, I totally agree with you. I think he yeah. gets a bad rap, but I didn't realize it was that much because you know I've been watching the, the Vikings and keeping an eye on them, but I didn't realize that his statistics were that. His QB rating is over 100. He's completing, I think, between like sixty-six and sixty-eight percent of his throws. Uh, they've got they've got a nice core. They've just uh, uh, and they, they've they've really been snake bit by a lot of close games. I mean, the, you know, it's probably not much of a, a turn for them. I think either team could kind of uh, uh, maybe surprise people next year. To, to your point, with Ben retiring, I mean, they're going to have a chunk of money to spend, and if they get any production at quarterback, Pittsburgh, they. They should be able to, you know, take a nice little step. Uh, but Minnesota, yeah, they've got a core, and and to your point, Dick Cousins more productive than people people realize, right? Yeah, exactly. And I, I, you know, they have Justin Jefferson, they have Dalvin Cook. If they can shore up their defense a little bit, 
I think they're going to be right there. Like you said, they, they just had some bad bounces this year. And that, you know, can be the difference between, you know, 10 and 11 wins or 7 and 8, you know, 7 or 8 wins. So I, I would say uh, the Vikings just because they have a better – I think they're a little bit more short quarterback as of right now. 8-4 and four, Dallas heads to Washington to face the 6-6 six and six football team. Uh, WFT has won their last four. Do the Cowboys get the win there? Well, let's see. I'm a little worried about the Cowboys. They've given up 100 yards. They've allowed 100 yards rushing for seven straight weeks. And the – I almost said it. The Washington football team – uh, has been running the ball really well. Antonio Gibson's been doing well. Taylor Heineke has really uh, been taking care of the football, completing 77% of his passes during this recent winning streak. But, and I'm a little also worried about the Cowboys' inability to run the football. Ezekiel Elliott is just not right. I really kind of feel that maybe that's maybe let Tony Pollard kind of handle the uh, the workload when it comes to the running game and maybe just sort of use Ezekiel Elliott in spots until at least until he's right with his injury, whatever it is. But what's really has me convinced that Washington can win this game is uh, Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy stated with uh, much conviction that they were going to win this game this week. Came out with a guarantee, didn't he? Yeah, Yeah, came out with a guarantee. He's all raring to go, coming back off the COVID list. And I'm going, oh, I felt, you know, I kind of gave Dallas more of a chance until you said that. And yeah, that feels like that feels like automatic uh, L. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> yeah. It does, yeah, because I mean, Mike McCarthy is a good guy. I think people make fun of him a little bit too much, but he's not Bill Belichick, man. And by the way, Bill Belichick would never say that. So right, Belichick would never say it. Uh, McCarthy, like you know, uh, he's taken a lot of uh, abuse this year of some of his time management. But generally, I would say. Hey, there's other things to being a head coach. How do you manage people? How do you deal with uh, uh, press? How do you deal with multiple layers within your your team and also the management above? I mean, there's multiple things there. Being a coach beyond immediate game game management, and maybe he he excels at that. But uh, for a guy that does have a bit of a target on his back, I wouldn't do anything that would put more of a bullseye you know, directly on you. But no, but, no, especially you know, for, especially going on the road. Uh, another uh, team going on the road this week is San Francisco heading to Cincinnati. Uh, uh, obviously, previous Super Bowls uh, between the Niners and the Bengals. Uh, these teams currently, Niners are seventh uh, overall in the NFC, while Cincinnati is the sixth seed in the AFC. How do you see this game? And again, this is why the NFL can be frustrating at times to predict. And uh, it just doesn't make any sense occasionally. Because you take the Niners. They were at Seattle last week. The Seahawks did everything they could to give them that game. They turned the ball over. They made mistakes. They did everything they could, and the Niners just could not cash in on it. Now, granted, Jimmy G threw a pick. I think he might have thrown two picks. But uh, that was a confounding loss to me. I did not understand it, even though it was technically – it was on the road. Uh, Cincinnati – has had a rough stretch. I mean, and they're going to continue having a rough stretch as they go forward. I mentioned last week in my uh, written piece that the rest of their schedule is against teams that are 500 or better. And uh, they've got the Niners this week. They got the Broncos. Then the, then they close with Ravens, Chiefs, and Browns. Ouch. You know, so they, they need this game. 
really, really badly. And they're a young team. And like I say sometimes about young teams, ignorance can sometimes be bliss. You don't know enough to choke. You're just going to go out there and play. And they're going to have to take care of the football. The Niners are going to have to play mistake-free. And I'm sure it's going to be cold. We're looking at mid-December in Ohio. Uh, I mean, again, I said the same thing last week about the Chargers, and the Chargers came out there and, and thumped them. But uh, I don't know. If the Niners are going to have yeah, to. Yeah, I, I think it's a pretty interesting game. Uh, I think it's two teams that aren't capable of winning multiple playoff games but are capable of winning one. Uh, and uh, – <laughs> You know, interest see see uh, what you have there. I, I agree with you that the Bengals they 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 really need that game. Uh, Buffalo seven and five now overall, coming off a loss to the Patriots. Uh, the Bills head to Tampa to face Brady and the defending champs. Bucks are nine and three. They've won their last three. What are you looking to see in this matchup? Well, the Bills are really getting sort of roasted for not being tough. They had a reporter. I mean, whether or not you agreed what with the, you know with the reporter's question or not, that really doesn't matter. But they kind of got you know called out for being quote unquote soft, and that's not good, especially in a city like Buffalo. We had a story on Yahoo Sports, I think it was today, saying that the Bills need to start resembling their city more and act, actually act tougher than they actually are. Uh, the Bills are swooning. They really are. There's no way around it. I'm not exactly sure. I can't really put a finger on what they're doing wrong per se, but I said it. You know, early in the season that I thought that this team had the most talent in the AFC. And so far, and lately they haven't played like it. And uh, they're going to be heading to Tampa. See, now, exactly. Now, when I talk about the NFL, this is a game that Buffalo would win. Just based on trying to pick correctly and getting it wrong. This is something that the Tampa Bay sure. in this game. But uh, I'm not going to count Buffalo out. If Buffalo... Looks bad in this in this this week. They're in trouble. I haven't seen uh, looked to see what like uh, ESPN's matchup indicator is, but I would imagine the Bucks are probably like a 70 percent favorite at, at home, some somewhere in there. But it's not crazy to think the Buffalo can go go down there and uh, win. Uh, it's Tampa is uh, favored by three and a half, so it's basically yeah. um, basically. Right, and uh, I think the Bills in the offseason, I would expect them to do a little bit more to establish a ground game. Uh, I think that's probably uh, one of the issues the Bills have had all year with just, uh, you know, teams have just not respected anything they're going to do there directly on the ground. It's a good job taking us around the league here. What What is on Sid's mind here? We'll wrap us up for the week. What What do you got? Um, well, I will say this one thing. Uh Remember the Dolphins were one and seven once upon a time? Yeah. They've won five in a row. And I was gushing for a while. Two is looking better. Hey, defense is stepping up. But then I was looking at the I was like, you know what? Let me just look and see who they uh just to refresh my memory, let's see who they uh beat over these uh past five weeks. Now they did beat the Ravens. Now we're Ravens with you know, with all their issues and they've got roster problems. (laughs) You know, I mean, that was a rough game. But look who else they beat. They beat the Texans, 17-9. to They beat the Jets, 24-17. They beat the Panthers, 33-10. Okay. Then they beat the Giants, 20-9. Now they're in a bye. Then they come back with the Jets again. Then the Saints were a dumpster fire. 
Now they play Tennessee, and then they close up New England. They've got New England at home. Not exactly murderer's row. It's like one game can you uh, – yeah. And, and if they run the table up into that New England game, they're probably in great shape to be – Because they – I'm looking at the uh, playoff seating right now. They are uh, one, two, three, four, five in the sixth spot out of the playoffs. But they got Pittsburgh as the first team out at six, five, and one. Then you got the Colts at seven and six. Then you've got Raiders, Browns, and Broncos all at six and six. If if Miami goes on a little run here, they've got a chance to sneak in. I'm sorry. Take me through the uh, uh, the schedule leading up to the New England final again. What do they no, have sure. left? They've got after the they're on the bye this week. Then they've got the Jets, the three and nine Jets. The five and seven Saints, then they've got the Titans and then the Patriots. Now, yeah. what we know about the Titans is you don't know what they what you're going to get from them week in and week out. Yeah, and yeah, the New England matchup. The other thing that could be in play for them is another conference game, and and having that as a head to head because there's a lot of teams that are kind of be in that similar mix, but. Hey, good for them for not shutting down. And, you know, as you said, it's not exactly murderers where they've played, but no, you, but play you, gotta, on, you play who's on the schedule. <laughs> and it was just a few weeks ago when I was hearing a lot of muttering about Brian Flores' job security. And I think a lot of that has kind of died down now, as it should, because he's a good coach. And I think, you know, sometimes you just get a rough stretch and you get off to a really rough start. And uh, But like you said, they keep playing hard. And that's a sign of, you know, a team that respects their coach. Just cliche. Yeah, they, and they didn't just, uh, you know, punch it in. Uh, they kept playing, so respect them for that. Exactly. And that is a credit to Flores there. Good thoughts, Sid. It's always good to see you. Uh, we'll check out your next article on the site uh, tomorrow. Uh, going to recap. And uh, enjoy the weekend, and uh, we'll see what the Rams do uh, the second time around with, uh, with the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm uh, hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. <laughs> All right, man. Take care. All the best. All right, man. Thank you.